The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, a podcast that is sometimes funny, but just like me, exactly. Now, you're probably wondering, Amber, are you my host? And the answer is yes, I am. Now, you're also probably asking, Amber, what is that weird sound in the background? That, my friends, would be my air conditioner. Yes, uh, we have those things uh, where I live called Fat Girl Sweats A Lot land. And, you know, it just, it's just part of the land, man. Just, it's part of the earth. So... Speaking of Earth, I wanted to take the time today and make a episode about my beliefs. If you don't believe the same things I believe, I don't care. This is not here to uh, transition you into being whatever the fuck I identify as. This is just to let you know more about me because obviously you want to know about me since you're listening to me talk so anyways I I guess in the last episode I said I um, mainly identify as a pagan uh, because I think paganism is a very broad very vague term uh, and that would include my real religion which is amberology yes I made up my own religion. It's like Scientology, but it's not. It's just not. (laughs) And it can only be followed by me. So, sorry. (laughs) It's a special club. No one can get in. So, I also said last time that I practice witchcraft. And we're going to get into that, too, because... The people that know me or the people that don't know me too, probably. So literally everyone listening to this are probably like, "Mm, witchcraft, like really? Do you think you can like float and set things on fire with your fingers, Sabrina? Like, no, no one actually fucking believes that unless you have like psychosis, Um, which, you know, people do. No, no offense. Sorry if you take offense to that. Um, When people without psychosis talk about witchcraft they really mean the most mundane shit that you could ever imagine there is no sacrificing of anything uh well actually some like voodoo santeria like that kind of thing that may actually have that but i don't practice those because i don't culturally appropriate because i'm a white girl (laughs) And I know nothing about voodoo or Santeria. I just know that one of them or both of them and sometimes some like really, really Eastern European witchcraft involves like chicken death. But other than that, there is no people being sacrificed. We 
Oh my goodness. There were rumors back like in the burning times in um, the time where um, Joan of Arc really set off that time where everyone was, you know, set on fire for being a woman. Uh, And we'll get into that in a second. People legit believed that people who were witches, um, they like made a pact with the devil after eating with him and like signed his book and then literally like kissed the actual portion of his asshole. Like it gives a new meaning to puckered up. Uh, One day I won't laugh at my own jokes, but (laughs) I'm funny. So when I said we would get back to that, we're getting back to that right now. Um, In the burning times, like Joan of Arc uh, Crusades era, uh, what basically started the entire um, witch hunt, the literal witch hunt, was uh, basically Joan of Arc was a fucking badass and all the men got their little butts hurt. And so they're like, me, a girl can't be better than us. She must have kissed the devil's asshole. And that's pretty much why they decided to burn her. Now, I am not a history teacher. Don't fucking quote me on that in your history classes, kids. But I've watched multiple documentaries. I've read many books. I've gone to classes on such items. I do like to think I am well educated in that push on. So... Once she was burned, it started the whole witch hunt. And this is Europe. We're not in the Salem witch trials because that actually happened like years and years after everyone stopped burning witches in England. Like literally they had their little whole Salem witch trials, but like in England. And then like a couple decades later, the fucking Salem witch trials were like, hey, we should like burn some bitches. That'll be fun. So... In England, during the burning times, um, as people started getting more and more into the witch hunt, I'm not good with timelines, I honestly don't know when, but during this time, some dick, some piece of trash, uneducated motherfucker, came out with a malleus maleficorum. Literally is a handbook for witch hunters. And I believe it roughly translates to like the witch's hammer. And it basically is a book describing what a witch is, how they become a witch, characteristics of a witch, how you can tell who is a witch and who's not. And then torture processes to figure out how to get them to admit that they're a witch. And then ways to kill them so their witch soul doesn't come back and kill us all. And this was the net, like the horrible, horrible waterboarding kind of um, torture that like you would think of like going on in Guantanamo Bay. Um, One of the videos I actually watched had said that the CIA like uses some of these tactics, which I totally, I want to say I don't believe, but... This is America. This is America. Don't get you slipping up. Don't get you slipping up. I'm crumping right now. You can't see it. So basically, these were horrible, horrible ways to torture people. And um, most women 
because there was probably uh, out of like let's say they burned 10 women like one of them was a guy then other nine were I can't do math the other nine were women so ratio is is very bad and the reasoning for this um, sorry if I rant it's just it's coming out okay it's coming out the reason why it was mainly women and only a few handful of men was because the Malleus Maleficorum actually stated that women were most prone to uh, being seduced by the devil because they are so basically stupid and emotionally driven that they would just fall into the arms of the devil and eat eat off of his plates and and spill their blood and have like familiars and they would suck off their third teeth like i swear to god these things were real <laughs> everyone knows salem uh and the uh sabrina the teenage witch her cat salem that's her familiar or it's supposed to be a, a, a like a jump off of that um back in malleus maleficorum days um the familiar was apparently a demon or like a low-level demon that formed and in the form of a cat or um, sometimes dogs. And they actually killed two dogs during the burning times because they thought they were familiars. And one of the ways that they figured out who was a witch was if they had a third nipple, which of course was used to breastfeed the familiars like how else are they going to get their satanistic nutrition obviously from their third nipple (laughs) duh so of course they go around like if someone was just like that bitch i don't like her she's probably a witch or that bitch slept with my husband she is a fucking witch like anything like that (laughs) Um, even something small like she owes me money, she's a witch, or she's got a nice good acre of land, witch. And people would just start calling out everyone as a witch because they wanted something from them or they were just fucking bored. And when they supposedly found someone that was a witch, one of the ways they would torture them was they would shave their heads they would um, strip them completely down. They would spray them down. Um, they would search their entire bodies for that third nipple or the mark of the devil. And if a woman was born with something like a third nipple or some kind of mole or something that would possibly come off as that, they would try to cut it off. And then, of course, the scar there would show them that they had something there and then of course all of the accusers were like she tried to cut off her third nipple how is she going to feed her familiars who knows and and it was just a catch-22 there was no fucking way same way with how they killed them if she sinks she's alive but if she floats she's a witch and it's like okay so you kill her either way you kill her either way so They basically just went around killing women for the dumbest fucking reasons. Another reason why the burning times were a thing was because 
originally prior to this, um, prior to Joan of Arc, all of that, the church really didn't have an issue with witchcraft. They really didn't. And then as, as the church progressed into more of a severe, like governmental patriarchy, they started changing things to, um, to appease the people. And at some point, uh, prior to the burning times, um, even like, oh God, I don't fucking know Christian things. Basically, someone high up in the church was like, mm, guys, we should probably cut this out. Like, it's not good. It's not a good look. I don't think God's going to be really happy. So they're like, okay, cool. Like, everyone gets a fair trial. Not really a fair trial, but uh, hey, at least we weren't immediately killing people. So now, burning times come. And they're like, hmm fuck that shit we gonna burn everybody god's gonna be so happy so that kind of was going on and the malleus maleficorum came out and then it like really fucking lit up at the time of the at the burning times at the time that the malleus maleficorum came out the malleus maleficorum was the second most read book ever ever Guess which one was the first most read book? It's the same fucking one as today. The Bible. Oh. So literally, people read the Bible and the witch's hammer. And they put them together and just started murdering everybody. And a lot of these women that they were accusing, if they didn't want something from them, if they didn't want um, just to have fun and watch someone die, um, they would actually accuse them of things that were totally normal. Um, I think everyone on this fucking earth can agree that there are herbal remedies for, for almost everything. And, you know, obviously, fucking vaccinate your children for the love of God. But, you know, aloe vera can help with sunburns and chamomile can help you go to sleep. And there are natural uh, herbs that help with pain relief. So these women that they were accusing of to be witches, a lot of them were shamanistic in a way. And they were a lot of midwives. So they would help bring the children into the world and they would help all the pregnant moms. And because they knew more about the hand handed down uh, knowledge of like herbal remedies and that kind of thing. The males, the male doctors and stuff that didn't know that shit, they were like, oh, these bitches, they're speaking to the devil because if I don't know that, how could they possibly know that kind of thing? So there was just a lot of people being stupid and not using their goddamn brains. So fast forward, like I said, a couple years, they, they finally stopped. They finally deemed it like not fucking right. And the whole thing was kind of over. Then it moved over to Salem. Same kind of things. They would just make shit up and use it to, to burn people as like entertainment. It's like when public hangings were a thing, you know, like everyone loves a good public hanging back then. It's the same thing. So Moving on from that, um, 
to give you just some actual background, um, I'm going to give you one more little piece of actual like history shit, and then I'll move on to a little bit more of like me. Um, you're probably wondering, Amber, why do witches look like they do in like every movie with the ugly nose and the green face and the, the broom and the hat and all that other shit? Um, so witches have this look. When you think of a witch, you think of green, you think of black hat, black cat, black cloak, you think old hag with mole, ugly, that's what you think of. And they wanted you to think that. Uh, the old hag version of, um, of a witch comes from the fact that one, most of the women that they were killing were actually like old, you know, 40 plus, they're not even old, but for them, you know, at that time, it was pretty old to live that long. Um, they were 40 year old plus ladies who were spinsters because all they did was take care of other people's children. Um, so they were older. And then when Shakespeare came out and came out with Macbeth, his per, um, his portrayal of the three witches was ugly and grotesque. So people continued to put those all together. The green skin that is associated with witches, do not fucking quote me on this because I didn't do any research. So y'all know I'm not fucking prepared, but I'm 99.9% positive that the green skin actually was never seen before until the Wizard of Oz. And you can look that up and tell me I'm wrong. You can email me at fatgirljokespodcast at gmail.com or find me on Instagram. But 99% positive that that's how it came about. The green skin was from um, the Wizard of Oz. Almost positive. Anyways, um, the hat, the cone-shaped hat, is actually said to be... um, a representation of a dunce cap that they would put on as part of their torture. Isn't it nice? It's so sweet. And then, of course, the black cat is the demon that sucked on our third teat, obviously. And the broom is my favorite fucking part of everything that you think a witch is. It, like, Other than the fact that it's fucking wrong, the broom is the best fucking part. Okay, so one or two resources that I've had uh, actually told me that a witch's broom um, was mainly, you know, these spinsters, they would be, you know, sweeping shit and like they were cleaning. I don't know. They, They made some bullshit up. The real fucking reason, the real fucking reason why these badass bitches had brooms between their legs and you can fucking quote me on this one. They put hallucinogens on the wood of the fucking broom handle. And they inserted that shit into their vaginas. And that is why they put fucking brooms between their legs. That's what it was riding the broom. They would take those hallucinogen herbs that they knew about, you know, because they're fucking herbs. They were sh- shamanistic. Again, it was shamanistic. They would put that shit on brooms and they would get high as balls. And if that isn't the coolest fucking shit, I don't know what is. Like, 
that I feel like that's a giant fuck you to everything that's ever been put out of like an, a witch riding a broomstick. It's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I got a good high out of it. It blows my mind, guys. So that's a little history lesson, a little sped up, um, just a whatever the fuck I know kind of thing. I've been, um, I've been interested in like witchcraft and fairies and vampires. And I've always liked like that kind of stuff when I was a kid growing up. Um, but it didn't actually hit me that I felt like I resonated with paganism and witchcraft or Wicca, which is also a a religion, Wiccans and witches, two separate things. You can be a Wiccan witch and you can be a witch. You don't have to be Wiccan to be a witch and you don't have to be a witch to be Wiccan. So if that made any sense to you, thanks. I'm glad you were keeping up. Now, I've been, I believe that it was like February of 2019 when I started seeing more signs that I believed in more holistic things. Um, Yoga, meditation, um, meditation, no breathing, don't give a fuck if I come home bleeding. Sorry, I've been wanting to like... Just every time I say meditation, I'm just like meditation. So, Papa Roach fans, what's up? Anyways, so <laughs> meditation, the moon and the earth, and you know, everyone knows what it feels like to you know stick your toes in the sand or run barefoot in a field of grass and shit like that. And like, I started to realize that there was a reason that I felt connected to the earth and to the world around me. Um, At the time, I had just gotten out of working at a group home where I took care of six people who were all bound to wheelchairs, who were pretty much nonverbal. You pretty much had to do absolutely everything for them. And it made me really think about why they were there and why I was there. And I used to have people, so many fucking people would say, God bless you. You're an angel. You're doing God's work. And every time they said that, it made me so uncomfortable. I know it came from a good, a a good place, but it made me so uncomfortable because it really made me think, why them? Why were they nonverbal? Why were they the ones with mobility issues? Why were they the ones that have been through abuse for 30 years why was I the one that was supposed to take care of them what does that teach me what does it teach them what is the purpose of that you know so I went through a a very large phase through that job of basically getting bullied at my job by another person that worked there Um, I ended up getting him fired but not until he reported me to the state for abuse which y'all I got, they brought me in. They were like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, this is what actually happened. And they're like, oh, I see. So then they fired him instead of me for making a false accusation. But anyways, (laughs) I hate that guy so much. I hope I never see him again because I will bitch his ass out. I don't, anxiety or not, I will bitch your ass out. So 
we're so off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Basically, I went through this period of getting bullied by him and seeing that he was actually being fairly abusive in, in small ways. And it really made me think, why are these people here? Why are they the ones getting abused? Why did they have to live this life of no consistency? Their parents just setting and forgetting them at these houses. And it really made me think and it made me believe that there wasn't a singular God. Because the singular God that the church wants you to, to imagine, that is this, you know, either it's an all-loving God or an all-punishing God, whichever it is, there's no reason for that. If he was either of them, like, we would all be suffering or I would be suffering because I'm sure I'm probably a worse person than those people are. They've never done a bad thing in their life. Yet they're going through abuse and, and having all these people come and go throughout their lives, you know? So... I had to find a reason why I was where I was and why they were there because it just didn't make sense that God would put them there. And that's where, I don't know what that noise was. I'm sorry, guys. I got a soda stream, so I'm burping a lot more now on top of all the other burps. Oh, forgive me. So that's kind of what my little like epiphany thing was where I was like, okay, so there's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. So I started doing research and I was looking into Wicca and I actually went through a Wicca 101 class at a local metaphysical shop. And it helped me realize that I wasn't Wiccan because I didn't believe in the exact same things that they believed in, but it did help me put all of my beliefs together into something and it helped me get a, it gave me a foundation. It really did. It gave me a foundation uh, of what I believed in. And a couple of times over the past year and a half, what I've actually done is write out multiple different times as, as they change. And as I learn, I write out, what do I believe in? And it's just a flow chart a fucking brainstorm bubble chart of just going off and everything that I believe in, I believe that there's a, a male energy and a female energy. And I believe that, you know, every single person, every living being is part of this same energy that encompasses everything. And it is so beyond our comprehension that that's the only way that I can describe it. And when... You know, even the inanimate objects um, are not inanimate. And that comes from fucking science. Everything has a vibration. You know, even light waves. We see light because they're waving towards us. And, and we, we perceive these waves in different colors. Blue, yellow, they all have different waves. And I was actually able to link that with the different chakras. If you don't know anything about chakras, they're basically seven points in your body that help you kind of keep your balance, uh, spiritually, physically, all of that. And they all have different colors. And I relate it to those colors have specific vibrations and those chakras have specific vibrations. Just like when something is hot in science, we know that it means that the molecules are moving like crazy. And when something is cold, we know that the molecules are almost not moving at all. So 
taking that into crystals, taking that into meditations, mantras, the om, that, they all have vibrations and it connects everything to, to everyone. And I think that's why we connect to certain people because we're on the same vibration. If you hear someone talk about vibes, that's what they're fucking talking about. If you're like, oh yeah, that guy just didn't vibe with me or no, we didn't vibe. You know, we didn't have that connection. That you literally didn't have the vibrations. That's exactly what it is. So having all of these things kind of come up and I have done so much research. If you couldn't tell by my like 20 minute fucking history lesson in the beginning of this, I watch constant YouTube videos, constant um, cross-referencing because I know that people think this is just a bunch of hocus pocus. (laughs) Like no one in the witchcrafting world thinks that we can make things levitate or that, you know, sparks are going to fly from our fingers or, you know, we're going to put a light out with a snap of our fingers or some shit like that. This isn't practical magic. This isn't Harry Potter. This isn't Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We do shit that Christians, Jews, Muslims, they do constantly. I've seen Roman Catholics light fucking candles for saints. That's witchcraft. You're lighting a candle while you're praying to something that you can't physically see. That's witchcraft. And blowing out your candles on your birthday. That's witchcraft. You're literally blowing a wish out into the universe. Fucking witchcraft. Um, When you... I think the uh, Italians or the people in Spain would like crack eggs on your head when you would have good luck or some shit like that. Like that's fucking witchcraft. (laughs) It's all witchcraft. And that's the kind of shit that I practice. Um, When Anthony started going through a rough time and I was really learning about crystals and vibrations and shit, um, I wanted to start doing... uh, like spell bags, I guess. Basically, you take things that have a meaning and you put them in a little tiny bag and you fill it with your intention. If you want it to bring you more money and, and help you, you know, do better at work or whatever it is, help you get a raise, then you put, you know, herbs that you recognize to be prosperous herbs. You know what I mean? So, You keep going with that. And when Anthony needed to start making more money, um, I made him this bag. And I put in, you know, different crystals that I felt made, made sense to me about prosperity, abundance, wealth, um, and motivation. And I put it all in a little bag. And I just kind of meditated with it. It's a lot of meditation. I kind of just held it. And I kind of just thought about whenever Anthony looks at this bag, he is going to think positivity. He's going to think prosperity. He's going to think abundance. And I think it's worked. It's more of like like a, a memory thing. Wow, I just hit the mic like an idiot. 
it's more of like a memory thing. Like out of sight, out of mind. If you have something in your sight all the time, that's just like, hey, remember this, remember this, remember this. It's just kind of like a, a thing for your mind. So now Anthony's actually taken it like everywhere with him. I call it his bag of mojo. <laughs> and then whenever he leaves it somewhere, I'm like, have you lost your mojo, baby? <laughs> I'll bring it back. And I'm like, I've got your mojo. <laughs> and I think it's funny every single time. He does not. <laughs> but he's got this little bag. It's a little pouch. And he believes it works. And I believe it works. So it works. Now, that kind of thing is, it's the same as like people spraying lavender on their pillows to help them go to sleep. You're using an herb that you probably wouldn't have used any other way to help you feel drowsy, to help you sleep. And like that kind of thing, that's all fucking witchcraft. So... I have an issue saying witchcraft because of the connotation, but being able to explain it a little bit more and being able to say everything that we do, like all of these traditions and shit, they're all pagan. Christmas, Christmas is pagan. Look at the fuck up. Everything. It's all, it's all pagan. So next time you're doing something at a family get together and you're like, crap, is this pagan? Look it up. See the history because it probably is. Honestly. So that's kind of my little wrap up on what's my amberology, I guess. Um, I'm sure that in a year from now, it's going to change again. Um, I'm going to be learning a lot more. Like I said, I'm just getting into chakras. So as I learn more about chakras, I'll be able to learn more about energy, energy healing, Uh, eventually I'd like to get into Reiki and I think with anything as long as you believe it'll work and you put the work in then it'll happen and I'm going to leave you with one of my lessons that I have learned you would not pray to God to help you win the lottery please, God, please. I need to win the lottery. I need so much money. Please just give me all the money. Help me win the lottery. And then never buy a ticket. Stay fat. Vibing.